I could probably put an ad right here for you too. But you got to hit me up. Your ad could be right here. <laughs> but back to the show. Oh, you there? I think it froze me. Yeah, it froze me really quick, but I'm back. That shit that your your parents poured into you, right? Mm-hmm. But you also have to take into consideration that your 20s are your years to fuck up. Yep. Not like fuck up to the point where, you know, you're, you're sentenced to jail for the next 30 years. But fuck up in the points where you discover your character, you discover your true personality, you discover the people that are really for you, you discover the value of great friendships and accomplices and uh, people you just happen to work with, people you just happen to be related to. And then by your 30s, you should have a crazy, eclectic, filter system for the people you actually fuck with and the people who actually pour into you and bring some value to your life. If you have not changed your filter system on the people that you deal with in your 30s, then something is very wrong. You shouldn't have 25 best friends in your 30s. The Mm -hmm. maximum friends that are best friends in your 30s, I'm talking about will have discussions with you while you're taking a shit or have seen you on your worst days and still thinks the sun shines out of your ass and still wants to make sure you're in the best spaces to be your greatest self should probably be a maximum of like seven people. Mm. All right? Because the older you get, you have to be around like-minded people because like-minded people are not going to put you in situations where you're going to fuck up your career, where you're going to fuck up your um, character, how people perceive you, or your relationships that are of other values in your life. Bingo. Your best friend is your best man at your wedding because when shit is getting real and shit is going to fuck up your actual marriage before it actually starts, they're supposed to pull you out of that shit. Mm -hmm. It's not just Mm -hmm. a word. It has value. Yeah. The godparents that you pick for your children are supposed to be actual people that you value to have some type of responsibility and structure. Yep. And if I die today, I know they will take care of my children tomorrow <clears throat> until they die. Yep. But people but don't the, see people yeah. like that. No, because everybody wants, here's the thing, everybody wants a name tag, but they don't do shit. Like, yo, like, I get it. Like every job is important and everybody has a role to play. But here's the thing. Some roles are best left without like titles. Like you, you do a good job doing what you do and that should just be it. You are accepted that way. You are compensated in an even greater fashion, but you don't need to be the CEO. You don't need to be the president. It's okay to be the janitor. It is okay to be the administrative assistant in terms of friendships. It's okay to just be a friend an associate. You're there when you're there. Because mm. once you start going and putting people into like a hierarchy of roles that they can't even like meet, then you're like, wait a minute, like I trusted that person. That's my best friend, blah, blah, blah. But that's your best friend. You're not their best friend. And a lot of people don't understand the difference there. 
a lot of people think, oh, well, that, that's that's my homeboy. I used to think that. I had, I had a friend that, you know, I was like, damn, like, this is my best friend in the world. It's like my brother. Like, you know, he would show up to all the events and stuff like that. And then he showed his true colors. And I was like, oh, like, you're my best friend. You're not my best friend. And mm-hmm. once once I got that, it was like, oh, now, now I understand. And it should carry over, not just in, like, friendships, relationships as well. Um, a lot of relationships work where, you know, oh, well, you know, I like her. Yeah, they might like you too. But the issue is she like you a little bit differently. She like you because you're fun to hang out with. Mm-hmm. You are the guy, you're the guy who take her to the, the nice fancy dinners and shit like that. But the dude who take her to, to Chipotle, she want to be with him because they're more compatible. Right. And this is what I and, said today on Twitter. I said, it ain't nothing like planning to spend a whole bunch of nothing time with the person you actually fuck with. Mm. Like, have you ever, before you got married, have you ever just didn't want to go anywhere, but you you wanted to make three hours or two hours just for this person that y'all ain't got nothing planned but for them to pull up and y'all to talk outside or them to just hang and just chill in the house and y'all just chill. It wasn't really about fucking, but just to have that quality time because your chemistry is so good. It's better than going out for a fucking dinner. It's better than, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, going to the club or dressing up and doing all of that shit. That downtime, that nothing time is essential for you in in different ways because that chemistry is what it's supposed to be. But a lot of people spend their times spreading themselves so thin to do what everybody deems to be the lit shit to do, that they missed out on that. Yeah, but, you know, Shan, I think the thing that I've always been told, what my grandmother told me is, everybody wants to be perfect to imperfect people. When, when she told me that, I was like, what do you mean? And I guess this conversation is making me realize it, that, like, there are a lot of people who are perpetrating, and I don't want to say they're frauds, but it's like, you're trying to be something that you're not to a person who won't appreciate it. And honestly, they don't even fit the role for it. So you're being imperfect to somebody who's just, they're not perfect themselves. It's okay to accept your flaws, but you have to lay them out on the table. You have to be like, yo, this is me. I am this person. Yeah, I got a debt. Hey, you know, I do this. Yeah, I do that. But that person, if you lay that out now, you don't have to answer those questions in six months. You don't have to deal with, you know, discussions like, you know, well, see, I had a I had a guy I was talking to. I really fucked with him, but you know, since that didn't work right, all men are trash. Like, because of one, mm-hmm. one person, one person mm-hmm. ruins your outlook on everybody because yeah. y- you invested so much in that one individual, just one person. They ruined it for everybody, and I've heard, and I'm sure you've heard men say stuff like, "Well, damn, like I'm not him." Not all men are alike and something like that. It's like, yes, no two men are alike. The thing is, when we do the same tactics, when we have the same tactics and stuff like that, it's not learned behavior. It's things that we're accustomed to. But at the same time, these are what the women pick. These are the things that the men pick. So you, you as a guy, if you know for a fact that you go out to the bars and the clubs and you go and you make sure that you go and talk to the drunk girl at the bar, that that's learned behavior for you. You know that that's easy access for you, so you keep doing it and you keep repeating that cycle. And you're wondering why you keep getting the same results. And women do the same thing. That's why when I see discussions like, well, if black men are you know trash, 
you know, why can't, you know, white women, brown women have them? And it's like, yo, we're not trash. You just yeah. like trash men. You, yes. you, you okay are like, this is my preference. Why is that your preference? Just because this is what gets my pussy wet. It's okay, but exactly. you have to be able to own that. Yo, it's honestly like, we just answered our own question because that's what it is. It's like, yo, like, how many times do you have to keep going and saying, you know what, like, I, I can't find the right one because you ain't the right one. Yeah. You, you, you keep being a slide to a hoe. But that's what it is. I, I'm <laughs> talking about, like, uh, like you, you as a woman keep being a slide to a hoe. Like, you know, like, I've told you this multiple times. I used to be a hoe. I used to actually be out here doing some shit I had no business doing. No right. business doing. You, you know what I had to learn? The pros and cons of, one, being single, and two, Sitting in my own shit and realize, you know what? Like, I ain't it. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting older, and I, I, I'm not the guy that I'm putting out here to these women. I want to be happy. I want to be somebody who, you know what? I have the dog. I have the kid. I have the the life. I, I have that. I have that happiness. I have people to this day. They message me. They're like, Greg, like you're not even the same guy from ten years ago. I'm like, because mm-hmm. I'm not in that same space from ten years ago. I had yeah. to grow the fuck up. Um, but when it came to growing up. Growing up consists of right now, growing up consists of putting down Twitter and social media. All that shit is frauds. There are people right now that you follow that are posting photos from Tulum and Cabo. They're at home right now. They, they purposely go and take 183 fucking photos knowing that they went on a seven-day trip just so when they get back to where they are, they can keep posting those photos acting like they're this, there. Listen. Yo, there are a lot of perpetrators, and you know that they perpetrate because you know these people, yeah. but you let them get it, you let them get their shit off. But the issue is those same people, those same ones who post those relationship memes and talk about astrology and shit like that. Well, this this is why Gemini's are bad, and this is why Taurus is bad. You know <laughs> what? Astrology aside, you just keep picking terrible fucking people. Yeah. You are not compatible with that person. You like to watch football on Sunday. He don't even watch sports. Yeah. And you mad. Why Why are you mad about the obvious? I, I've seen dudes be like, yo, man, you know, I would have wiped her, but she was a hoe. But you like that shit. That's the only reason you fucked with her. The only reason you messaged her, you got in her DMs, is because she posted on Wagon Wednesdays. The only reason you fucked with her is because she went she went viral on TikTok. Like, re- remember the, the tweet we, you know, you and I were talking on, like, a couple days ago, right? So... You and I, like, we're, we're giving this girl, like, enlightenment. We're like, yo, like, you know, you be who you are. Like, be who you are, don't change. Yo, she she has so many followers now. I'm like, oh, she's definitely going to change. God forbid, two days later, Shan, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I was like, yo, she's about to either create an OnlyFans mm-hmm. or, she, or she is going to wild the fuck out. Now she's sitting there. And she she's talking, you know, she's talking real greasy to just everybody, to black women. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, the, the other shoe is going to drop real soon. It's going to drop real soon. And the thing is, all you had to do is just enjoy your moment. Enjoy your moment and just be, just chill. Just chill. But people some people know. won't. People just Yo, be it, on it, time. Like, every race is you're going to find someone that has a lack of accountability. It's not mm-mm. because of their skin every race is going to give you their level of perception and they're going to have their own generalizations about people black women 
whether you're headstrong or whether you just let people run over you, that's a personal problem. Don't blame that mm-hmm. on the people that you're picking. What you put up with is what you put up with. Don't come to another person thinking about they're about to put up with that shit because people have their own limits. You have mm-hmm. to figure out what is essential to you versus what is superficial to you. Okay? Preach, and everybody, everybody's superficial shit is different everybody's essential shit is different you have to get people who again are like-minded stop picking people that still need work when you have already done your work and you're on a level Mm. where you only have the toleration for people who have done their work Mm. like if you if a man comes to me today i don't want you to talk about your pros your pros are going to be evident i'm already going to peep them that's the only reason why we made it this far to a discussion which what mm-hmm. I want to hear is what are your cons? So yeah. I can tell right now and not waste your time and tell you if I can deal with that or we can work on that or I can't. But people mm. don't do that. People come to you and they be like, girl, I got this and this and this. I got my own business. They tell you all the good shit. I could do this for you. I got this and and I got I got this big dick. Excuse me, but medium dick energy is it mm-hmm. okay is it? So all, that, all that big dickness that you're giving me right now i can't do shit with that that's not a pro for me yeah but for me my thing is if you coming to me perfect what the fuck you need me for right well why am i here why do you want me you listen, already know the epitome, I'm... the epitome of all these motherfucking clubhouse chats chats make a million make a million on your business in 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 uh a week or two days. Well, why the fuck are you on Clubhouse? Exactly. Oh, I'm here to network. Millionaires don't oh, have oh, time oh. for Clubhouse. Yo, and that's the thing. Since black folks have been on Clubhouse, notice Oprah and them have just all the ones who started this, you know, the shit. They done backed off a little bit. Like Ava DuVernay, she was on it either last week or this week. And the only reason she was on it is because she had a call to action. So basically, people kept tagging her saying, well, Ava, like, there's a clubhouse made for you, blah, blah, blah. She came in and she told them she only had 20 minutes. And for 20 minutes, everybody was on her dick. Everybody was literally talking about her. And I was like, yo, like, stop talking about her. Connect. make, make, Make you be you. Impress her with who the fuck you are. But a lot of people, they they want that. They they want to just see the people in the room. They don't want to be the person in the room, and that extends to relationships too. Like y'all just y'all just don't want to like accept what you are, if that makes any sense. And tying it all in, like black men are not trash because they like options. Black men aren't trash because there are options. The same mm-hmm. options that are there for us, they're there for you too. Now, I've heard this and somebody's, somebody's going to be like, well, you know, I've never been approached by, you know, a Latino man. I've never been approached by a white man, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I am not your therapist. I'm not somebody here to like, like tap you on the shoulder and say it's going to be okay. I'm not. Yes, there are white women, there are Latino women that are like, you know what? Like, I'll tolerate that black guy who ain't got nothing. But you know what? We can work on that together. There are black women that do the same thing. You know what? That nigga ain't got shit. But I love him. Yeah. I love him. There there are also women of all races and cultures who see someone that doesn't have nothing to offer and they love they love working on a motherfucking project. And what happens sometimes when you work on a project is you make that project something so great that when they recognize their greatness, they throw the deuces Man, on you. You feel bitter what? as fuck. 
Okay, so we have to get to a point where we stop glorifying things of no value. Mm. Can can you you say that for the people in the back again, please? Because the pastor is preaching. I do not think the congregation understands. They do not understand it. Please, one more time. One more time. Some some people, men and women, they adore projects. They want to build somebody up and they want to have the rights to say, when I met you, you was in this, but I made you this and I gave you this and I put you on. And then once those people start recognizing their greatness, they throw the deuces on you. A lot of Mm -hmm. people today, they glorify things of no value. And when I say that is, it's easy to buy some lashes. It's easier to buy a hair unit. It's easy to get your nails done all the time. And it ain't nothing for you to go down south, get your body done and come back and just make some quick money. Now you think Mm. you top shit. But the reality Mm -hmm. is you're still insecure. You still have shit that you haven't worked on and your character is still flawed. And that body Mm. is just a body. That face Mm. is just a face. And if you can easily buy those lashes and that motherfucking uh, hair unit and hair pieces and get your nails done, there's about a thousand more bitches behind you on the same shit. So what does that make you? Preach, preacher. You're not special. Preach, preacher. Mm-mm-mm. You have to have and something you, else to offer. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. It's so crazy that, um, I'm sorry, but Hellcats, Chargers, and Mustangs, y'all got a bad name, especially down here in Atlanta. Because once I see one and homie in the traffic and he had a light and he trying to talk to me, listen, I ain't got nothing to say to you. I don't have nothing, no, no, no high, no buy. I am looking at this red light and I'm waiting for it to turn green because it's a look that people are ready to give you. It's, it's I want to make all the noise. I want to have the loudest music. I want to wear the loudest clothes with all of this name brand all over it. I'm looking for the guy. I'm looking for the guy who's quiet, who dresses in his size. I don't have to see his motherfucking draws. I don't have to see a big a big ass watch on him, but I know he carries himself with some respect. And I know he's going to go in all rooms and demand that respect. And that's that's the person that has the shit of value. But you steady out here looking for the one that got the big wheels on the the cheap ass car. When really, if you really wanted to have a great car and a great vehicle, you would save the money and buy that. Like, I'm tired of hearing these loud ass, cheap ass cars on the street. No, no. That shit is unappealing. You spent all your money on that car? On that. (laughs) You spent all your money on that paint job? You spent all your money on those wheels? And you live in an apartment? You got mm. a range pour over and you live in an apartment. Let's see. Preacher is preaching right now. I'm 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 just a part of the congregation at this point. It's yeah, collection playtime. I got a Mustang. I paid a car. No, I paid the insurance. But you live with your mom. Mm. Mm. That rent is the car note. Man. Man. Mm-mm-mm. I'm just, you know, I'm not impressed. <laughs> I, I mean so unimpressed. I'm just like, oh, okay. Like it's it's not the things that impress me. 
It's not the things that impress me. It's, it's the man that can be butt-ass naked with nothing today and figure out something by the end of the week. Fact. Now, oh boy, here, here go the voicemail. Here they are. Here they are. Oh, we, we went over. So I'm gonna be quiet. We won't play these. I don't I don't see any voicemails on my end. Oh, we got seven. Here we are. Congo King out, Congo King out. Next. I also wanna say we don't say black lives matter when we kill each other. Like, for example, right? Like what happened at the Capitol, right? Like it there was like if black people if that was black people would have died, which is facts. That's a hundred percent correct. But I feel like as black people we shouldn't try to fit in and include ourselves in it. <clears throat> Do you hear this? Do you hear the silence? Yes. This is a space where your ad could be played about your product, where your ad could be played about your business, about your show, because I believe we can all be great on different shows and platforms. So if you're looking for ad space right now, your ad could be playing here instead of me talking and instead of this silence. So next time when I do an episode and you want to promote your show, your business, or your services, hit me up at shegetsitpod at gmail.com. Now back to Michelle. Back to Michelle. Don't say I never gave y'all anything. I'm giving you the space to be great. everything that happened like everything is not about us like we have to accept that bro i'm just being real but it's all love bro all love play the other one agreed and by the way what's up uh greg yeah what's up bro what's up yo 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 he, he was in the chat with us earlier shout out to country accent okay hey greg Hey, she. What's up, sis? What's up? I miss you guys. Love you guys. Just rolling through to say hi. I'm sitting here going, mm-hmm, amen, mm-hmm, preach the whole time. Both of you guys are talking. Um, it's cool, Kim. And uh, I'll talk to you later. Uh, my IG is set up so we can uh, we, we can go through there now. All right, bye. Yes, yes, yeah, she is ready. She said, you know what? I'm getting my Instagram on. That's exactly what I'm going to do. So let me let me press these. Hold on, Greggy. Please fasten driver seatbelt. I I like wagon I like wagon Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, y'all? What's up, Paco? Oh, here's the thing. We all love wagon Wednesdays. The issue though is you can't go from like you know wagon Wednesdays to testimony Thursdays, and you're talking about well. I don't understand why men don't want me for my brain. It's like, because you just promoted your OnlyFans for $3.99. You don't even know your self-worth. Like, what? come on. Come or on. Men men do want you for your brain. It's just not that the one that you talk exactly. about. Here's the thing. Like, you know, somebody's going to be like, Greg, like, you know, why does it always have to be women? I only date and have been with women. So that's yeah. what the fuck I'm going to talk about. So there's and that. For me, um, I can tell you shit because I don't date. So. Yeah. 
it, it's just it, it's crazy for me, like at least because God forbid if as a man you say, you know what, like I'm I, I don't want someone who like over sexualizes every single thing. Yes, when we're on the show, we talk about sex here and there, blah 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 blah. But it's not 90 minutes of sex. It's not. It's thought-provoking shit that has sex, you know, implemented in it. But when I go on Twitter, I'm like, yo, like, you've been talking for six hours about sucking dick. And you're mad because all the men are like, yo, I want you to suck my dick. And you're like, well, I don't suck every dick. I don't do that. I'm like, bro, you are the energy you're giving off. Read the room. Read the room. Now, we got... I think five more voicemails, Shane. You might have to like force close your app and then just open it back up and then they'll show it for you. But I'm gonna press this next button. I drive a uh, Honda. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's right. We living in the 21st century. Everybody based off their fetishes right now. Mm-hmm. I know y'all noticed that relationships is turning more virtual and digital than physical so you know i just was looking at the um title as i'm surfing through stereo shout out to y'all for bringing it up and i think this is a good conversation you guys are holding um yeah man it's like this new generation of and this new system of doing things is changing up how we vibe um i still appreciate good conversation but i still like a Something thick in front of me too, <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, man, it's fetishes that's ruling all of that nowadays. Nobody don't really take the time to get to know nobody. So yeah, yeah, that's what we're looking for. It's some exotic. Yeah, honestly, like I want to, I want to say Clubhouse made it worse, but when I'm on Clubhouse, like there could be a uh stage and there could be maybe 150 people in these rooms and mm-hmm. on stage there are like 15 to 20 absolutely beautiful fucking women but they are dumb as a bag of fucking rocks Listen. i mean absolutely fucking dumb i'm like yo yo she is she's probably one of the most beautiful women i've ever seen in my life but she is dumb as shit like one girl yo they had a discussion two nights ago about washcloths and I said, yo, she, why did she say this? She said, well, I don't understand the need for washcloths. They just get dirty, and then you're just, like, rinsing yourself in your own dirt. And I was like, in theory, that kind of makes sense. But at the same time, you wash your body with your hands that are already dirty. So explain to me what you mean. And That's I was like, actually on st- Don't take showers because when you come out, you're still dirty. If you don't get your ass in that shower... Yo, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, they, were, they had a argument for at least 10 minutes about the fact that this girl said that she would rather wash her own body with her own hands. And I was like, why are we doing this? Because it honestly, <laughs> it, 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 it took her beauty from like, she, she went from being like a nine to being like a two. Just because of the fact that now I know that she bathes with her own fucking hands. And it was like, so you put the soap in your hand and then you lather your dirty, soapy-ass hand over your body, and that's supposed to be like the determinant factor on if you get clean? No. No. And then she was trying to promote her only fan. I'm like, come on, man. Like, y- y'all are actually make it all the same, dog. And again, as you get older, you're gonna understand that, oh, you don't do that thing? Okay, you ain't it. Yeah. 
like, and, and th this is not, you know, uh, a woman bashing session from Greg. I swear to God, it's not. <laughs> My issue is just the fact that it's like, oh, like, our discussion right now is like, if black men are trash, why do XX, you know, XXX race have them? The reason why we are having this, the discussion, at least why I'm having the discussion, is as someone who is in an interracial marriage, I've never actually been like a part of the situation now, at least in the past, like what, like her and I've been together for like 10 years. So outside of that, I've dated all across the board. I've dated every woman you can ever imagine. Mm -hmm. But, you know, most people be like, oh, well, I love black women. I absolutely love black women. I am one of honestly, 103% of the community. Absolutely love them. Every time I talk to you, love you too. My issue is Clubhouse because I don't know these women. I don't know these specific <laughs> black women. Maybe, maybe that, that, I think that's it right there. I love black women. I don't love what I see from my black women, our black women on social media because these are our representatives right here. When I go on social media and I'm like, yo, y'all are arguing with us you arguing with them, talking about anybody who's not black, and y'all arguing amongst yourselves. Yo, y'all aren't our folks. I can't rock with y'all. I, I can't do it. Because God forbid if I tap you on the shoulder, I'm like, yo, you, you know you're actually wrong about what you said. They're like, no, I'm wrong, but I'm right because I said it. It's like, okay, well, fuck it then. If, that, oh, if that's he, what it's going to be he then. Says, he's not one of us. Da, da, da. No, he just yo, People no, are allowed I, to have I, different opinions. Yo, when we came out with the, the podcast name being Young, Black, and Bothered, I was absolutely happy with the name. And then, you know, I had a couple times, I was like, yo, like, how is somebody going to feel? Somebody's going to challenge me one day and be like, you know what? Well, the name of the show is Young, Black, and Bothered. You're married to a white woman. Why would you do this? Why are you so pro-black? Why are you? I'm like, yo, like, I love who I love. Yes, I do. But at the same time, I'm advocating for us. It's not one of those things where you can advocate for us, but you can't be equal. Absolutely motherfucking not. And anybody who challenges that, fight me. <laughs> I, I mean I mean that shit from the bottom of my heart but when it comes down to it what I see it's not about me being impressed with I'm just not happy with it and it's just social media I will literally at some point I've muted so many words from Twitter because I'm like, oh, like I'm not happy at y'all women are black women are arguing with other black women not just on there but on Twitter on Clubhouse I'm like on Clubhouse yo I've never seen a group of 16 women outside of the one that we were on that night, they argued with each other to the point where there was a black woman who was telling other black women, calm down. Y'all yeah. are arguing between y'all are arguing amongst yourselves and you won't let black men speak. Yes. It which made that whole chat room pointless. No, I'm 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 sitting there and I was like, wait a minute. This is a chat where there are six black men on the panel. They're on stage and there was Not at least 15 they had said not a fucking word. And the women that were on the stage, they were blaming black men for a discussion that they were having amongst each other to the point where when a black guy actually answered a question, they turned their anger from they each other right. to him. Yeah. And he was, he was like, this is why we didn't say anything. Yeah. This is why we didn't say anything. And then he went yeah. back on mute. That's how I be sometimes. I'm like, you know what? No, go argue amongst yourselves. I'm good. I want none. Yeah. I want none of the smoke. But again, we're, we're over our voicemails right now. I'm going to let you go ahead and get them out. Okay, I don't think all black men are trash. I've had, right. in my experience, I've had really good men, black men. So I, I, don't, I don't think all black men are trash. 
Um, again, it just depends on the person because I've had... It, it just dis- depends on the person. You can't just say, you know, if or, like, again, is is an individual thing. If you're having bad experience, it's because of the person, not an entire race. Right. Bingo. Bingo. Absolutely. First generation of that fetish and exotic. Think about Richard Pryor, Bill Cosby. Them boys wanted some Becky is what we call it, some white, some head, some white girl. Yeah. And then, you know, before that you had the rednecks who was in love with the big booty black chicks. And now you got the Latin persuasion. All these Latin women got all the features of a black woman. So it's a fetish game right now and more mm-hmm. deeper than the relationship because the women say we can do bad by ourselves and we ain't got no time for you. So, yeah, that's my opinion about where we're going when it comes to um, um, why men are trash, you know, dick and balls and that's all. That's what, they, yeah. that's what they're looking at us like. But we can shape that and make it and we can do something better. Yeah, but that, that that's what's that's what's so crazy because in that discussion, like Shan, this is after you left. So after you left, they had a discussion on actual like discussions on why, like why do men like and I, I guess the operative word is white, but they mean anything that's not black, and white is just like the the differential. So when they started to discuss it, the first person that came up, obviously, is Kim Kardashian. They were like, well, I don't understand why these white women want to have our bodies as black women that we used to get, you know, shunned for and the things that we've had for years. And I was like, you realize, like, white women do do that. I'm not completely knocking it, saying that they don't do it, but mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian ain't white. Right. A, a, lot, a, a lot of these other races are not white. They're doing this shit, but more importantly, there are our own black women who do the same fucking thing. I'm like, yo, you are taking what was perfect and chopping it off. Didn't can I think Candy's uh daughter, I forgot what her name, like Riley, she mm-hmm. she had a nose, she cut her fucking nose off because she thought that she was ugly. One of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Cut her motherfucking nose off. Um but then again, you know, I, I gotta give perspective. So the girl from Danity Kane. All, what's her name? Audrey. So I remember what she looked like 10, 15 years ago. I Man, couldn't tell you who the fuck she is right now. All no. of yeah, think about it. Lil' Kim. I remember when Lil' Kim actually used to be Kimberly. Now I don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, I, I don't know who these people are. Like, for, who, I'm trying to think of who else. Summer Walker, for example. Summer Walker. She was beautiful a year ago. She was beautiful two years ago. She's still beautiful. My issue with Summer Walker is she's like, it's like when you watch sports and they have like alternate jerseys, that's what she look like right now. Like every time I see her, she look different. And it's like, why? That's why when, you know, guys are talking about, well, I don't trust that girl because she's using an Instagram filter and stuff like that. I, I can't knock them because I've seen it for myself. I've seen people, I'm like, yo, I know for a fact you're my complexion. Why are you going and lightening yourself up? So a girl in the clubhouse, you said, the reason why we lighten ourselves up is because this is what you men like. And it's like, how do you know what us men like? But then you're in a room talking about, like, why do black men like white women or, you know, women that aren't black? I'm like, 
your own avatar is you, you're not you. Uh-huh. And yourself up thinking that that's gonna you lightening you up thinking that that's gonna get you a guy. That's not gonna get you a guy. Open your mouth and be smart. Yes, you might look attractive. Yes, you might have a big butt. You might have nice toes. You might have titties in the face. Here's the thing, though. When you open your mouth, any man will tell you, if you open your mouth and you have the baddest body in the world, you could be Kim Kardashian for all they care. If you open your mouth and you sound stupid, nothing matters at that point. Everything is dumb. It's just why. And I'm sure it's the same thing for women. Like, uh, imagine, like, you know, I know for a fact that you like gray sweatpants. Imagine you know for a fact that you walking down, you walking down the street, the dude with the gray sweatpants. You're like, oh, he is hanging and banging. He is hanging and banging. But God forbid, he opened his mouth and he got four teeth in his head. You're like, what the fuck? Like, ugh, what the what? Just you go from a you go from a a seven to a four real quick because of shit like that. And men, we we have high standards, but at the same time, like our standards aren't something that can't be met. Not, and that, no, that's what confuses. No, the difference. A woman will see a fine man in gray sweats and he open his mouth and we see that he got four teeth, right? And mm-hmm. we like, well, no. A man will see a woman and she has these pros and then she also has these cons. And then he will completely excuse his first purpose of her and find a reason to deal with her on the level mm-hmm. that he will deal with her and still deal with her. Women don't do mm-hmm. that. But what happens yeah. is the women that men allow themselves to deal with, they assume that they like everything about them. No, he just mm. really likes the fact that you give good head and that's all he's looking for from you. Mm. But he's giving you the illusion that mm-hmm. you are the package. And I think it takes a very manly adult man that's ready to be within his truth to say, hey, we ain't never going to be in a relationship. When you see me out in the street, don't act like you know me. Don't come up to me. Don't say shit to me. But don't call me. I'll call you. I'll come through. Mm. Mm. See? Preach, preacher. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, we, 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 we back up across the voicemails that, you know, I was trying to keep us, you know, on. I'm trying not to overtalk. Go ahead right. and press that button. Hey, hey, what's up, people? What's up, yeah. hey, Greg? What's up? What's up, Pod? Just wanted to come through, show <laughs> some love. About to, about to hit, about to head on out. But uh, just showing some love. Y'all take care. Y'all be <laughs> safe. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's see. I just wanted to chime in right quick. Shout out to the room. Hey, Greg. She gets it, Pod. Um, you know, being that I've only, you know been in like you know african-american relationships pretty much all i know is the relationship between a black man and a black woman and you know being that i've been around for a little bit i'm a 75 kid so i've seen different eras of how we deal with stuff and like you know this now generation it's like this now generation is, is 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 the generation of men with the absence of fathers so they basically now they just want a mom that they can fuck if that makes sense like i want you to do everything the mom would do when we out on the streets pay for this buy me this buy me a playstation uh uh, uh, help pay for my car note uh give me this new game or you know what i'm saying buy me this get my hair cut but then when they get in the bedroom you still want to be the man and women don't respect that nope yeah nope 
Yes, that right there. Shout out. Um, who was his name? What was his guy? What was his name? I'm I'm shouting him out right now. Fuck that. What was his name? Track with two Ks and then sixty four hundred. Track sixty four hundred. Yes, please follow him. If he's dropping gems like that, you already know what he's talking about. You know what type of time he on. All right, next voicemail. Good grief, that was that was perfect. Beautiful, but no brains. <laughs> yes, right, right there, right there. That is amazing. Honestly, three four, three fourths of Instagram. Everybody fine. Everybody wearing fancy and shit like that, but they can't read good. Right. Mm-mm. Nope. Next voice, okay, I didn't know what you were talking about. I didn't have all the information. So, yeah. Ramiella. Oh, oh no. Nah. The, the shows will be back again. Uh, here's the thing. You know, Shannon and I record twice a week. But, Shannon, this is usually where we do the shameless plug. So, what, what is the shameless plug for the week? <sighs> the shameless plug. Um... What what I just really want people to understand is men don't speak because women are super dismissive, right? And that mm-hmm. doesn't matter what color or what culture that man is from. I think everybody deserves a right to pursue whoever they want, right? And nobody should tell mm-hmm. them, well, you're doing this because this. No, if you really want to find out how did these two, these two people meet each other or find each other, ask them. Don't assume. Right. And mm-hmm. when did your choice become the deciding factor over a whole race? I don't know. I don't know when that happened. Yeah. Never cared about what race was with who. That's who you choosing. That's who you said makes you happy. Okay. Right. And I think mm-hmm. women today, majority of women today are chasing clout. And I think everybody deserves to be with someone that has good chemistry with them. It's not, let me find someone that has good chemistry with me and everybody around me. That's not, no, you're not in a relationship with the community and the person you're picking. Mm -hmm. You need to have good chemistry with this person. So you're taking on this person's cons and you're taking on this person's pros. And the the way that you guys grow in the relationship is because y'all understand that y'all are both imperfect people coming together to build something that is what you deem to be close to perfection. But your version of it. And Mm. I think we can't be better people if we have to keep having these stupid ass discussions about race and why black men do this and why women ain't shit and why I need a woman with a banging body and you know how many days a week does she get her nails done or she's not a bad bitch. Listen, the baddest people move like lasagna. Very quiet. What? Hella layers and it's fucking delicious. Try to be more mm-hmm. like lasagna and have all the fucking sauce. And whoever you fuck mm. with is who you fuck with. You don't have nothing to explain. You don't need to explain. Can't nobody walk up to me and be like, you shouldn't be with this person because this is not who you're supposed to be with. You black queen. Listen to me. If that's the person that respects you, if that's the person that values you, if that's a person that pours into you mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually... Do what the fuck you do. Mm. Mm. That's it. She gets it. 
She gets it. That's it. Mm-mm-mm. I don't think they get it. Oh, oh look at that. We we back at three. We back at three. I hate when uh, dark skinned women put them filters on or put that lighter makeup on and try to make themselves look light skinned or whatever. Like, yo, man, like, I'll let, I don't know who these lame dudes are, man, but I love all complexion of, of black women, man. It don't matter. And one not better than the other, man. I've seen the finest of the finest in all shades in our people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You expose yourself more. Shout out to Black Paco and Nuts and Guts Podcast. Y'all go check that show out. Women are the gods of life, all right? And if, if people don't start getting that shit right, then shit. Most men deserve a smack in the motherfucking face. I, hey! Yeah, that's all I got to say yes. about that shit. Ended yes. the case. Come through. Shout out to Castro. Shout out Come to Castro. I do when blacks when they realized blacks were the gods, man, Egypt and all that shit, they wanted to bring the gods down. I, I'm not black, but I'm just protecting the black because I got a lot of black friends and black people, man, mean a lot more to this world than fucking people think. So anybody talk shit about a black person, I'll fucking smack them upside the face. (laughs) Well, we, we appreciate you being an ally, my friend. We appreciate that, man. Um, Oh, now, I, I guess I got to go back to the notes. Now that we don't have a voicemail at the current moment. So I'll go back to the notes with a couple more points that were made on this this episode of Clubhouse, rather. Um, wow, Jesus, there's so many. Um, my, I guess I'll start with my rule of thumb. So my rule of thumb when I was dating and, you know, even to this day, when I talk to my friends who are dating or when I'm telling people, advice on dating um my rule of thumb is are your expectations exceeding your efforts it's Mm. something that you know not only do i mean when i say i hope everybody practices it so when i say do your expectations meet your efforts meaning when you go and pursue that person are you coming to that person the same way that they are expected to come to you you're like oh i want somebody who has a job. I want somebody who has a car. I want somebody who honestly is family oriented, but you don't fuck with your family. Why would you even ask that of somebody? Um, Or I I need somebody who makes six figures. You don't even make four figures. What the fuck? Like, no, like certain things you have to meet and match your mate. Like that needs to be the episode name. You need to like whatever I just said. Yes, that needs to happen. But (laughs) when it comes to it, 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 it was it was so yeah it was it was so profound that not only did i forget it i was like yo that's that shit was so fire i had to stop and think about it. i was like yo that that shit was fucking fire but for me like you know a girl that i used to date told me she was like greg like your expectations aren't the same expectations i have and she was like i need you to meet my expectations so i kind of flipped that and i was like do your expectations exceed your efforts meaning like when you go and you're dating a guy. And he says, you know what? I'm going to take you out to dinner. I'm going to go. I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to pay the bill. I'm going to, you know, do all the things that you wanted. Because these are the boxes that you checked when you said, this is what you want out of a man. However, mm-hmm. once, once we leave that dinner, like, once we leave that dinner, I don't need a kiss on the cheek. I don't need none of that shit. But you 
on the consolation prize at the end of the night. Like, I want to already be with you. I like you enough to take you on all these places. Your pussy is not the prize. But a lot of people, for them, that's it. Like, you'll see it on Twitter. It's like, oh, well, you know, the reason why I don't fuck with these guys is because, you know, he, he won't take me to this dinner. He won't take me to this place. Blah, blah. I'm like, but what do you have to offer? If your pussy is the only thing you have to offer, that's not an expectation. No. That's not even an effort. That's nothing. Think about it. Right now in D.C., as I live in D.C., the ratio is 26 to 1. 26 to 1. Let me rephrase that. 26 women for every one man in D.C. So if you take away the women who like women, the women who are, you know, mentally, like, you know, handicapped, you have women who are deceased, women who honestly are already taken and married. Even if you take that out of the 26, you are left with 14 to 1. So you're left with 14 women for every one man. And I'm not trying to, like, throw out numbers to people like that. But what I'm saying to you guys is this. As a man, it's not hard for us to find a good woman. But at the same time, it's extra. It's difficult. Because as a guy, speaking to somebody who's now married, like, when I was dated, it was hard. I made it hard for myself, but at the same time, it's hard because it's hard to impress somebody who, honestly, the only person that impresses them is them. Mm-hmm. Like, they know what they are to themselves, but they, they can't even tell you what they mean to someone else because they've never had anybody else. They've never had someone say, you know what? You mean this to me. I like you. I love you. I want to be with you. They've never had that. So the only validation that they have is the validation they get from shit like social media. So when they have... 26,000 followers, 54K followers, and all their followers are just liking their ass shots and shit like that. That's their validation. So when you come to them and say, you know what? I want to get to know you. I want to actually, I I want to be with you because I see more of you than everybody else sees on Instagram. And they're like, I've heard that before. Yes, you might have heard that before. But the thing is, like, I mean this shit. Let me prove it. But then when you can't prove it, because when you can't prove that, and us as black men, like, we go to another black woman. We go to another woman. It doesn't even matter what color you are. When we move on and we say, you know what? She wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. They weren't ready. When you say stuff like that and you've moved on, all of a sudden it becomes that argument of, well, black men are trash because they don't want us. They want this race. They want this race. They want no. They don't want a race. They just don't want you. Yeah, your character is trash. Your, your character is trash. Yo, I, I, right now, like, there's a guy that is in this chat. There's a woman in this chat and was like, you know what? Like, I like that guy. He was absolutely good. Mm-hmm. But the issue is, he was trash. He, right at that moment, he wasn't for me. Right now, he might be a good person, but now, no. Like, no, he was trash then. A lot of people just need to go and do a lot of self-reflecting. And that's right there. That that whole, the black men are trash. You know, if black men are trash, why can this race have them? Trust me. That race said, you know what? I'm going to let him work out the kinks. I'm going to let him figure it out. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to let him work it out. But I'm going to be there. Because once he figure that shit out, I'm there. I got it. Or more importantly, like, you know what? I'm going to help him. I'm going to help her. There are a lot of men who won't help women. I think that personally is my 
issue when it comes to it, especially black women, because a lot of us black men, we don't want to say, you know, you know, pretty much sit in our stew when it comes to black women and say, you know what, like, I'll wait, I'll be ready. And the reason why we don't do that, the reason why we don't do that, to be completely honest, is because of shit like Clubhouse, where instead of having the conversation between two people, they go to Clubhouse and they start talking to a room full of people who don't give a fuck. Mm. They'd be like, yo, like you're you're telling people that you don't want to date, people that you don't want to fuck with, more importantly, people who are looking at you crazy because you're saying shit like, well, I'm challenged or, you know, I have an attitude problem. I'm like, Yo, do, do you want love or not? Do you want somebody to care about you or not? Mm-hmm. And that that right there, that's it. That That's it for me. Now, in saying it, we have another voicemail, and then I got a couple more notes, and then, Shan, I know you have to close this up, so. Well, unfortunately, we seem to make that distinction, especially in the black community, because the Willie Lynch syndrome worked, bruh. Like, it was yeah. a reason why that was implemented way back when. They knew that was a psychological thing. You know, let's turn the darks against the light skin. You know what I'm saying? Let's turn the, you know, the the the, the, the not so upperly mobile black folks against the, the, the downtrodden black folks. That's why we make stupid statements in our family like, oh, light skin ass nigga, my old black ass cousin. Cause that Willie, yeah. Lynch, that Willie Lynch syndrome is like embedded in us. You know what I'm saying? It, it made our parents and grandparents, you know, you got parents and grandparents from down south that actually did the paper bag test with their kids. And if you was darker than this bag, then you wasn't no good because that's just something that was ingrained into them. You know what I'm saying? And that shit just get passed on from generation to generation. You know, it's a doctrine like any other doctrine. Yeah. I um, I still have aunts who bleach their skin and uh, I um. I remember growing up as a kid and feeling like, you know, I couldn't show my legs or I couldn't show my arms because it wasn't deemed light enough. And then I, the first time I wore shorts, I want to say I was like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. And I had to like get myself out of that mindset and be like, oh, there's nothing on my legs. There's nothing on my arms. But when you're around that mentality of people feeling like your skin color determines your value then that's mm-hmm. how you and those same people are in their 50s still bleaching their skin and so mm-hmm. you just have to surround yourself with people that think on a higher vibration and live on a higher level than all of that petty exactly. shit because that petty shit is why we still have keep having these discussions about color and 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 race when there's bigger more um more now issues that we need to be talking about but they know that they can easily bring up race and then everybody's going to focus here so we could do all our fuck shit over here and we have to pay attention to when they're trying to do that switch because we can get off target and it, it works every time yeah so you know not only was that profound, it, it, it's going into the next point with, with these notes, because trust me, there's notes for days, but I'm, I'm going to try to wrap them up. So a guy finally got on the panel, and I think at this point you came back in. So it was a black guy who had dated pretty much across the spectrum. So he said, him, he only dates black women. He only loves black women. More importantly, like he was actually really upset hearing black women argue amongst themselves about the fact that 
you know, men date across the board. Because I think one woman said she was like, she kind of gets offended at the fact that black men have the option of dating across every race. Now, I, I agreed with her. I was like, yo, like, we as men, we can go and date a Latin woman. We can date a white woman. We can date an Eritrean woman, an Ethiopian woman, a Jamaican woman. We can do that. But, you know, black women are the only race that can't go and say, you know what? I'm going what? to do this and be accepted. Oh, what were you saying? Why we can't? Yeah, but that, that's the thing. That was what she said. So, mind you, I'm agreeing with her because that's the only thing I can do. I'm hearing her experience. So it's like, yeah. if she is saying what it, if she's saying what it is, then that's what it was. So when she said that, he said something, and the moment he said this, she she shut him down. She pretty much was like, I don't care what you just said. Th- what about me? What about me at this point? At this point, and at that point, I kind of checked out of the the whole chat. So he says, him as a black man, he was like, you know, he he looked kind of nerdy. He had the glasses. He's light skinned He doesn't have a beard. Shit, shit like that. And basically, he says he's been approached by more black women who have said things to him like, "You look like the type to date white women." He said he was like, yo, like, that was one of the most disheartening things because he was like, my wife is black. I was like, what do you mean? And I'm listening to him. He was like, yo, we were in the store. He said they were in the store for Black Friday. And he was in the store with his wife. And his wife was black. He was black. But since he kind of looked like a prep, like like a preppy kid or well, a preppy adult rather, like they thought that the white woman that was at the self-checkout was his wife. So they approached the wife and they said, oh, well, your baby looks cute because the kid was like kind of like mixed, right? And I was like, yo, like, I have a mixed kid. Like, is, is that what is presented right now? Like, you know, me as a black man having a white wife, like I get that, but this shit is crazy. Like, that you look like the type to about- date. That tells you a lot about that woman that assumes that he must be with a white person because we've seen such a depiction of what a black man is supposed to be that's really for black women that you don't fit it because you look beyond the standard. You, I'm not seeing your underwear. You don't have a big t-shirt. You don't, you know, have... $300 shoes you don't I didn't hear your your music when you pulled up you must be the type to be with a white woman and that tells you how fucking damaged society um, politics and everything around us in our upbringing has been because if we see someone that decides to wear clothes that fit if we see someone to, to dress a, a different way or to carry themselves with some respect, or to not talk in an abrasive tone, we deem them as, ooh, he corny, he must be a cornball, he might like white woman. Mm-hmm. And that just tells you there's still, there's still a lot of work to do. Yeah. And I know this is your point where you get your shit off, so I'm, I'm gonna just finish with a couple more points that were a part of this clubhouse. So a quote was said that I'm going to be single because I don't want to date a white woman. That was a black man. He said, you know, I, what? like I don't want to date. You know, he said that he was like, I'm going to be single because I don't want to date a white. I don't want to date a white woman. Cool. That, that That's his preference. Do your mm-hmm. thing. Um, an, Another little tidbit that happened. Um, This is more so a statement. So it said, black women don't care to understand the needs of a black man. And then he expounded. He said, you know, black women say things like we have properties. We have degrees. 
um, education is more important. Uh, mm-hmm. But as, as a man, that's not at the top of our list. And when he was saying that, he was saying like, all the things that you want to do, you're welcome to do that, but you can still be with me at the same time. Like you can love me, you can be in a relationship, you can be with someone and still attain those things. But us, for some reason, as like black individuals, man and woman mm-hmm. that are black, like we feel as though like the only way we can actually be with a person is if we show up with like a like an elaborate resume for that person. So I, I'm not trying to like word it perfectly, but like say for example, you're dating a guy, you were dating a guy, and the both of you are black. He goes and he's telling you, he was like, oh, I like you. My name is like, you know, Brian. So Brian is telling you who he is as a person, but he's telling you in the form of a resume. He was like, oh, I went to this school and I do this and I'm a part of this fraternity. And I, you know, I do that. That's what we do as black people. We, we, Mm -hmm. We run off our resume when we date instead of just saying, you know what? I am who I am and I like you. You can learn all the rest of that shit later. Like you can learn and I'm a part of a friend, but we have to like start at the end we got to tell you everything so you have to check the boxes of well my mom said that you know i I gotta get me a nigga with money i gotta go and get me a dude with a car i gotta get me a dude that does this and a guy he's like i want a woman like my mom like you know our like voicemail said one of the voicemails said i I gotta have a woman that's like my mom but i gotta be able to fuck my mom like pretty much like hey i gotta be with a woman who's like my mom thinks like my mom yeah but it's like yo like you, you can't have it all you got to start somewhere. And I feel like me personally, I want people to start with just saying, you know what? Hi, this is me. I got flaws. There's nothing wrong with me having flaws, but I want somebody to complete me. But instead of people saying that they want someone to complete them, they want to come to somebody complete. How do you come to somebody complete and then be wanting things? At that point, you don't need them. Yeah. So I, I think like it's pretty much an open-ended question, but it's like, like, how do you come to somebody complete and you want them to complete you? That's always been something that's really been a concern for me. I have friends who are like, yo, like, these are the expectations. These are the things that they want. They're like, I want a woman who she went to school. You know, she had to go to an HBCU. She, you know, she has to be family oriented. She has to be goal oriented. She has to be able to, you know, maneuver with white folks and black folks. She has to be able to, you know, run her own business as well as know how she, you know, she has a nine to five. She has to want kids. She has to have a certain amount of kids. Like I can't date a woman who has a kid already because I want to be the first person to put a baby in her. I, I need these things. I'm like, yo, you've got all these expectations, but it's like, bro, like you're the complete fucking opposite. You've got two kids, but you want somebody who don't have kids. You yeah. live with your mom, but you have to have a woman who has her own place. You have to have a woman who has her own car, but you want to drive her shit because you ain't got your own. You have right. to be like all all the things that you want, you aren't. Right. You aren't. And that that's why that chat pissed me off so much because it's like, yo, like the fact that it was named if black men are trash, why can't blank 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 have them? That that's besides the point. My thing is, why are we not talking about the elephant in the room? Mm-hmm. Why like are your expectations meeting your efforts? Are you going and saying, you know what? I'm bringing this to the table. I don't need you to bring this to the table because I bring that. But what do yeah. you bring? At, at least bring something. Like, yeah. if, if you when you go to a cookout, somebody's like, hey, you know what? I'm bringing the straws. Hey, I'm bringing the cups. Hey, I'm bringing the plates. Hey, I'm bringing you know the food. I'm bringing the barbecue. Like, you always get there's... that motherfucker that shows up with just one bag of ice. Exactly. All, all, all the per- <laughs> yeah. 
Yo, and it's like, do you, do you want to be the person that brings the ice that's already halfway melted? Or do you want to yeah. be the person who's bringing the, the cups that serve a purpose? Or the person is bringing the juice? Because the kids need to drink shit, too. They can't just drink soda and alcohol. Do you want to be that person who helps out on the grill? Do you want to be the person who says, you know what? I'm going to make the store run because I didn't bring shit. Like, everybody has something that they can contribute. But the issue is everybody can contribute. There's certain people who just don't want to. They're like, nah. I am who I am, and I'm here. The fact that I'm here is my my presence is everything, and you can't have that. You lucky you I even. And then when they before they leave, they leave with a carry plate and a, an mm-hmm. extra plate in case, and they don't help you clean up shit. They be out hella mm-hmm. early. Like you have to mm-hmm. have a filter in life where you don't invite those people into your spaces, and I promise you, you'll be happy. I promise you. You'll have peace. But sometimes people are so afraid not to have people and not to have things that they allow themselves to sit in their fucking shit that they know is not going anywhere, that is not making them better for the sake of having something to say. Because if you Mm. run out of things to say, you're going to have to get up and do something different. And that's what they're scared Mm. of, doing something different, not knowing what that's going to look like. So they stick with this shit that they've been dealing with this whole time. Mm. You out here spitting, Shane. You you, you talking facts? Talking facts. Now, uh uh-oh, look look, look like them boys and easies. Uh-oh. I guess on the subject of interracial relationships, that's kind of a, I don't know, for 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 me, it's so it's it's a it's kind of a I would say a lightweight taboo subject because me growing up being a professed Christian, like me, my mindset is if you a Christian, then you shouldn't have any problem with interracial dating. Period. Because if you believe in God, God made all people. God didn't just make black people. God didn't just make white people. So for me as a professed Christian who per, who who says that I love God, but I'm going to look down on the next person because they're dating somebody outside their race, that would make me a hypocrite, right? Because God isn't just one color. God is all people. So yeah, I don't knock nobody for being in an interracial relationship because the problem is a lot of us have spent most of our lives being in and out of relationships with our own people. And the one that's really for us is the Mexican dude next door. Mm-hmm. Talking that shit. That's facts. Talking that shit. That's facts. Hi, Shan. Hi, Greg. This is here. Um, but I agree with you, Shan. We need to normalize um, black people, you know, us, you know, talking or speaking correct English, not listening like you said listening because I live in Atlanta too Shan so I know exactly what you're talking about I'm actually from Atlanta um and so you know speaking proper correct English not wearing the baggy clothes not having the loud music like you said the opposite those men and women who are the opposite of that are considered cornballs or whatever and I feel like we should start that we should be we should learn how to normalize those things speaking proper that should be what black people are yeah there's a video going around of this news reporter going up to like a fast food mcdonald's and ordering her food 
speaking proper. And the girl, the black girl on the speaker, she goes, is there something wrong with you? And she was like, no, why would you say that? Why are you talking like that? Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. And I was like, that's how fucked up we are in thinking you couldn't possibly be black because you speak like this. And when I moved to Atlanta, that was a problem where everybody in high school was like, why you talk like that? I was like, talk like what? You talk like a white girl. You talk like proper. I'm just like, no, it's English. And uh, that's how you say your words. Like, I'm not finna go to no store. I'm about to go to the store. Would you like something? Like, those are the real words. I don't know what the fuck that they were saying in high school. So it took me a while to really um, comprehend how people communicated here. Now, hold on. Before we get into these next voicemails, I, you know, do you want to do last call and let people know about like the last voicemails before you get up out of here? Yeah. Um, I want to thank everybody for coming through and sharing your comments. Uh, this is Loud Mouth Stereo. My name is Sham from She Gets It Podcast and Cozy Moon Podcast. That is Greg from Young Black and Bothered. Please follow Yo, us on uh, IG. Hashtag Young Black and Bothered. Hashtag She Gets It. You'll find us. Follow us on Twitter um, and keep up with the show. We are here on Wednesdays at 8.30-ish, 9.30-ish sometimes. And we are here on Saturdays, so you can check us on the show. You can follow our podcast. Usually, if you haven't come in at the beginning of the show, we will post the show on our podcast, either on She Gets It or Young Black and Bothered, so you won't Mm -hmm. miss anything. When you come through, we like to know who's coming in. So we can, uh, you know, put a voice to the name and get familiar. We appreciate you. We appreciate you for sharing the show. If you have any more comments that you would like to leave, please go ahead and post them now. I'm going to go through on the comments now. Gray's going to share his final thoughts. I already got everything I needed to get off. I have nothing more to say on the subject. Um, I just want us to be better, period. Yeah. Honestly, this is the first show where I didn't have to take notes. Yeah. My note is my note is this, man. Like it is what it is. Like the shit is so simple. Like dating is so simple. Being with a person is so simple. Let people be happy with things. If if they wanna if if that girl wanna be with, you know, uh Liam Neeson, if she wanna be I'm sorry, what what's the guy? Um Thor and shit like that. Like if she wanna be with a white guy, she wanna be yeah. with a green guy, she wanna be with an avatar. I don't give a fuck what she wanna be with. If she's happy, let her be happy. Don't be like, oh, well, see, she a black girl. She, you know, she fucking around with that white boy or something like that. Or, you know, in reverse, don't go and say, oh, well, he don't like sisters because he's dating with a white girl or he, you know, he's talking to a, a Latin girl, a Spanish girl. Let people enjoy things. Just because your ass is miserable, just because <laughs> you are unhappy, just because of the fact that you are single. Notice I said three different things. Miserable, unhappy, and single. I'm I'm not being derogatory. These are facts. People get triggered by those words, but here's the thing. You can be triggered by the truth. Yes, you might be uh, single. Yes, you can be miserable. Yes, you can be alone. Yes, you can be lonely. It's okay to be those things. But what you can't do is dictate some shit that you are not a part of. You can't do that. So when I see arguments and discussions like, well, black men are trash because they date white women. Newsflash. They also date you. 
They want to be with you. The issue is they fell in love with whoever the fuck they fell in love with. And you being mad doesn't hinder them at that point. They found the person that they wanted. Don't be mad at the fact that they found what they wanted. They checked their boxes. Check yours. Yeah. You need you need to find your safe space. You need to find your person, your you. And I know I threw out that metric of 26 to 1. But here's here's the good thing for women. Y'all are great at reading people. You are yep. great at saying, you know what? This is not what I want. Mm-hmm. That that's that's why the ratio is so high. Because you can say as a woman, you know what? That one dude, I don't want him. We gotta we the ones that gotta we gotta read through the 26. We gotta be like, you know what? Like, nah, nope. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Y'all, I'm I'm sure you do weed out of things, but at the same time, you are a better judge of character as a woman than a man is. So yes, we make mistakes. Yes, we say things that we don't mean. It's just how we felt at the moment. But right now, in this current moment, I hate those discussions. I hate those, well, you know, he, he don't like sisters. He don't like black women. He, he, he had to find him a white girl. All the women in the world, all the black women in the world, he had to get him a white one. Here's the thing. Area, location, education, school he went to, college he went to, people he's been around. More importantly, he just might be happy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He just might be happy. Because here's the thing. When you are happy with who the fuck you are happy with, y'all don't want people judging you. Right now, right now, this week, at the time we're recording this, Shan, I'm going to say it and they're going to be upset, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's, let, let me go ahead and sit up. Let me sit up because right now I had to lean back, but I, I'm going to sit up. The episode title is, If Black Men Are Trash, Why Can't XXX Have Them? Right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. Some, somebody's going to be offended, but I mean this. I mean this. Lori Harvey is now dating Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Twitter went nuts. Twitter was like, Lori, she, she went from, you know, from the, the Combs family to, to this person, to future, to Michael B. Jordan. She is bae. She, she is what, she's our life goal. She is what we want to be. She, you know, she's free, she's wholesome, and nobody can tell her nothing. Here's the thing. Yes, nobody can tell her nothing. But when it comes to black men, God forbid he did the same thing. Well, wait, he, he's dating outside his race. He's doing these things. He's doing these things, blah, 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 blah. Yes, he is. But you know what? He's doing something to make him happy. Lori Harvey, she's doing what makes her happy. Now, what I'm going to say again, it's going to be very fucked up, but it's going to be the truth. If Lori Harvey, she goes from Michael B. Jordan, who, you know, he has a, a history of liking white women. He, I think he said something last year and people were really offended. And then when they found out that he was with Lori Harvey, everybody's like, oh, he got him a sister now. He, he done crossed the bridge. He's back here. What if after Lori Harvey says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to date Leonardo DiCaprio. What, what if she says some shit like that? And I, I'm not being disrespectful. I, 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 was, I was wondering, Greg, because I was like, is it possible because I object? She's supposed to date who she wants to date. And people have to stop being bothered by who people choose. That that's it right there. That maybe that's the point I'm trying to get across. Like, let people be happy with the people that they are happy with. So when when me as a black man, when I hear black men are trash, I'm like, wait, if we are trash, 
why are you so upset at the shit that we do? Yeah. Why? Like, let us, let us be. Because here's the thing. We let you be. More importantly, when we do get upset, we're not getting upset at the optics of it. Like, oh my gosh, he's with another man. And he's a different race or something like that. Like, we're just like, yo, it could have been me. When I see things like the, the clubhouse situation of black men are trash because they dated XXX, it's like, yo, like, why? You're, you're mad because you didn't get them. But here's, here's the newsflash. You couldn't get them. And when you had them, you didn't appreciate them, men and women alike, because they're definitely black men who will say some shit like, yo, well, she shouldn't be with him. She should be with me. But you didn't treat her right when you had her. Yeah. So I, I guess the moral of my story is this, and I, I have to tie it up. Like, you know, I don't want to end up in a chat like this again because it me. taught me one thing. It, it taught me one thing. People are happy in misery, and it hurts hearing both men and women argue instead of saying, you know what? What can we do to change these things? What can we do to be better? What can we do? To honestly come to a common ground where I said my piece, you said your piece, I heard you, and we could just go from there. But shit like that clubhouse, all it left me with was no resolve and the fact that we have a podcast talking about the show that happened, and I'm still confused at the fact that it even happened in the first place. Yeah. Like, when you and I talk, like, yeah, we agree with some things, we disagree with some things, but one thing I think you and I both agree on is, like, we have to appreciate everybody but more importantly we have to appreciate us because if we don't appreciate us then we can't appreciate the things outside of us but when we are going and debating with each other about shit like black men are trash black women are trash it's like like everybody else that's outside of our little bubble when they see us arguing they're like oh yeah good i'm glad they're arguing and they're like you know they're like two rams they're running against each other and they just keep bumping heads we keep doing that i have not seen a clubhouse with a group of white men and white women talking about, well, why don't white women love me? Why don't black men, I'm sorry, why don't white men, yo, it's, it's, it's only us on Twitter, the same fucking thing. Every time I open Twitter, it's like, well, these niggas ain't shit. I'm like, yo, yes, niggas ain't shit. But the issue is this, that nigga might not be shit to you. He might be shit to somebody else. Yeah. It, it, it just hurts, man, but how, yeah. wait a minute. Enough of society telling us that black women and black men ain't shit, they never been shit, won't be shit, that I refuse to be a, a person that's adding to that. I'm not about to add to that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like having discussions where nothing can be positively taken away from it once that yeah. discussion is done. Just like if I'm in a relationship, if you want to have a discussion with me, talk to me when you're not angry. Talk to me Bingo. when you're not that talk to me when you mm-hmm. feel like you can keep your hands to my to yourself and respect what's being said and that's when I want to talk to you but if you're going to talk to me and you're going to disrespect me and you're going to use names and you're going to want to get physical this is not the time to talk and it, bec- it comes a time and an age where you have to get to to know I cannot talk nor can I hear or comprehend anybody saying something to me when I feel like this so all of the talks and um, episodes that we do, Greg, I always mm-hmm. get to take something good away from it. That's why mm-hmm. I do that. When I do my podcast, I'm doing something because somebody can hear it and take something good from it and be better people. When I go mm-hmm. down Clubhouse, 
when you see the title, if it's something that I cannot take anything good away from it, I don't want to be mm-hmm. in it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I guess for me, like, my, how the fuck, all these goddamn voicemails, Jesus. But for me, my moral of the story, for me, is like, I, I want to learn a little bit more. I, I want to honestly be able to understand all women, black, white, green, gray, Asian, you know, Hispanic, like, all, I, I want to understand, but at the same time, like, I want to understand, but the shit needs to be clear. Like, it, it can't be a, a quick thought, a quick quip, and you mm-hmm. haven't thought your own processes through. So when I go on, like you said, like Clubhouse, and there are no thought out processes, it's all like immediate reactions to somebody else's statements. I don't want that. At least with stereo, the beautiful thing with stereo versus Clubhouse is, yes, people have to actually sit and listen to you and you get your thought out before they have the ability to respond. Now, yes, they can respond and they can leave these voicemails, but the beauty in it is when we do play the voicemails, they say what they said and we can say, you know what? That's different. I do agree. I do disagree. Clubhouse, when it comes to that, it's so weird because if everybody's on stage, and you can tell the energy. Like, say, for example, there could be 15 people on stage and it's three moderators. The moderators do that whole shit of, hey, well, we are moderators, so you have to take what we say because we run the room. And there's just that. And everybody else, like, y'all can talk y'all shit, but the moment we say something, we have a hierarchy. I don't like that. I like everybody to be on even ground, where it's like, I learn from you, you learn from me, but more importantly, like, we came to a conclusion. I have not run into a clubhouse where there's a conclusion to it. It's like, you know what? Well, what did we learn today? What, what, what was something you gained from this? Clubhouse is like, I said what I said, and if I don't agree or if I didn't agree, I can just peacefully bow out. Mm. It, it, it's, not, it's not cool to me. So hopefully, like, you know, the people who are listening right now live on stereo, shout out to everybody who's in here, everybody who's stuck around all the people who come in week in and week out that listen to, you know, Shannon, myself, not only are we like, you know, entertaining you guys, but honestly, we're growing. Like me as a man, I'm growing just by talking to Shan, just by listening to you guys in the voicemail. So I appreciate everybody who honestly, for the last four months of 2020 and the shit show that was, and 2021, like building from the growth that I get from you guys. I definitely appreciate that. Um, Shan, obviously, as usual, I appreciate the fact that, honestly, you deal with me. Me over-talking, <laughs> talking for too much, talking for too long. Thank you. Mm. Thank you so much. I-, I-, I love you so much for that. Um, oh, I love you I- for I- it. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm, I will say this. I'm going to go on mute for like a minute. Yeah. But the reason why I'm doing this is because there's a lot of voicemails, and I'm terrified to hear what they have to say. So, here we are. There's always an easy way to get black folk who criticize or chastise you for uh, not blasting your music or sagging your pants and doing things a certain way. Um, Most of those black folk don't have any kind of professional experience. So it's always easy to hurt their feelings back by being like, well, if you don't have any clothes that fit, you don't have a suit, you don't uh, own a car that uh, can play music at all. Um, You're taking the bus everywhere all the time and you're broke. Uh, because you've never had any kind of corporate experience, don't make real money and don't have a salary. Never been to a real interview for a real job that's going to pay you more than 9 to $10 an hour. So, you know, how do you feel about me not wearing baggy jeans now? Because uh, my, my pants are tight because my wallet's fat. 
You know what I mean? Like, don't ever let black folk try and put you down for that because it's always the most uncivilized, most undereducated, most broke black folks that say that dumb shit. Yeah. Agree. Speaking proper is not what white people do. It's what intelligent human beings do. Tell black folk that as I do all the time. I'll be like, so you're just saying you're not an intelligent human being because are you implying that only white people know how to speak properly? Right. Like, come on, man. This is the, this is the shit within the black culture that has should have been stopped. And I can't believe we're still <laughs> we're still forcing the issue and talking like this in 2021 where you're not happy to see a black person that can speak properly uh, knows the difference between there, there, and there. <laughs> it can spell them also, you know, um, like all that being broke in, in in project life shit, that ain't cool, man. All that dirt bag, I stink and, and I'm a drug dealer shit, ain't cool. I mean, y'all niggas love rap so much. Your favorite rapper once said, I uh, believe by the name of Jay-Z, his name is, said, mm-hmm. I don't be in the project hallways talking about how I be in the project all day. Let that exactly. shit sink in and think about it on all the levels of what he meant. Mm. Yeah. You heard Dungeon. You heard Dungeon. Shout out to Dungeon. But the problem, mm-hmm. these new artists that come in here and be like, Jay-Z ain't had no um, real hits unless he had juice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't too bad. And like y'all said earlier, you need to ask for uh, basically what you can present when you're dating. People forgot the, the Bible scripture that tells you to be equally yoked when you're in a relationship with somebody. But people obviously don't read the Bible or damn near believe in it anymore. So they just go out and try to date doctors while they're working at the uh, Foot Locker and making $300 a week and think that they're on the same level as a lawyer or somebody who's making big time salary money and went to school for all types of years and all that. And then they got 15 kids and they're like, no, you can't have no kids. Uh, You know, I'm going to live off of you. You don't deserve requirements. If you don't have any yourself and you don't meet any at all. So I totally understand where y'all coming from about the, you know, don't ask for what you cannot present. You know, and that's a very important question that people need to ask. What do you bring to the table? Because that will save you from dating a lot of dirt bags. Bingo. Right there. Dungeon and said it. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, it's cool, Kim. Um just chiming in on what you were going back to what you were saying about um, Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan. As far as Michael, um, when people were giving him a hard time about his situation in Italy, you have to remember there wasn't a whole lot of black women in Italy. Not saying mm-hmm. there aren't any, but um, when he was being photographed and all, that's just what was there. As far as his relationship with Laurie Harvey, um, I'm all for that. I'm all for the black love. And, you know, as far as Laurie, I give props to her because Mm -hmm. she's kind of like me. My exes, we don't leave negative comments and all that kind of stuff about each other. You know, we're Mm -hmm. all good as far as being... um, It's not leaving negative comments about each other and, and, and being in a... I think she had another voicemail. Last comment is just a big shout out to the room. Uh, hey, Greg, she gets a podcast, man. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, listening to the podcast, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate everybody's opinions. You know what I'm saying? It was really nice to like sit in a room where you could 
either, you know, have common ground or be able to agree to disagree and not be disrespectful. So I really appreciate this podcast, man. I'm already following both of y'all. I hope y'all following me. Uh, next time I see y'all post it up, um, I'm going to chime in. I'm going to get off this computer and uh, hop on my laptop, man. Make some music, man. Peace, y'all. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Thank you. Since you, since you, yeah, since you do music, man, let, let's talk, man. We, we need some intro music. We need all, all that. So, yeah, we, we going to talk. We definitely going to talk. Yeah. So according to statistics on dating sites, Black men are actually highly desirable. Mm-hmm. However, black women and Asian men are the two. The girl got merch. I got you on sweatshirts. I got you on long sleeve tops. I got you on hoodies. I got you on masks if you pro mask out here, okay? I even got you on, you know, bags. You know what I'm saying? On the sign that you need to hide your stash in. Fanny Pack World, I got y'all too. Check out She Gets It Shop on teespring okay i got y'all with the merch all right now back to this show least likely to be chosen mm-hmm. why well hi guys nice to see hey. you just got out of my chalk my talk my chalk yep <laughs> chalk guys it's what's for dinner yeah. oh. um I, I think we need to have a discussion. Maybe, like, I, I'm waiting for, you know, you and Corey to have that discussion, too, about, like, this online dating thing. Because mm-hmm. I've been out of the game for a very long time. I actually met my wife through online dating, uh, by the grace of God. This is before, like, the shit became, I guess, like, what everybody's saying is a shit show. Yeah. But here's the thing. It, w- it was taboo 10 years ago. Like, when we when we used to tell people, they'd be like, oh, how did you two meet? It's like, do you want the truth or the lie? And now when people are like, oh, well, how did you meet them? And they're like, they're online. It's like, well, how the fuck else you want to meet people? You don't want to meet them at bars and stuff like that. But the stories I get from people about online dating, I was like, yo, like, is is it that bad? And they're like, no, it's it's worse than you think. So, you know, one of my, like, old podcast co-hosts, she was on, like, four or five different apps to the point where, honestly, I had to ask her, I was like, yo, what does that mean? Like, I'm still trying to figure out what a Bumble is. Um, according to her, Bumble was, I think that's the one where the women contact the men first, right? So mm-hmm. Bumble is, like, the women contact the men, but the issue is, like, the guy can like the profile, and then when the guy likes the profile, the woman can initiate the actual conversation and that's what we want like a man wants a woman to kind of like say you know what i like you back and just go forward the issue from what she told me it was she was like the guys that are on bumble if the woman is attracted to them and they have a conversation with them that's where shit goes downhill because most of the guys they don't have conversation so it's like you're walking into a brick wall according to her and i was like wait guys you're online you're on an app you have the opportunity to stop and say you know what let me think about what i'm going to say before i say it and people still don't do that so is it just a lack of people skills or is it a lack of people honestly just not caring because there's a plethora there's like a large like majority of people you can meet on a dating site versus being able to have those people skills in person Mm -hmm. i agree Greg, don't let these people get you frustrated or whenever you hear certain types of women saying black men ain't shit. 
Most of the time it's because they're the ones that continue to date ain't shit niggas. So their opinion don't even count. Like I I wouldn't even I don't even get frustrated with that anymore because I've seen quality women that have their shit together that are out here dating shitty ass dudes who are homeless and, and you know, <laughs> don't have any, any good qualifications nearly on their level, but they think they can change them. You know, so at this point, you can't get frustrated about it. I was fortunate enough to find my queen. I was glad that I was able to get off the market because dating nowadays does suck because um, a bunch of people out here looking for reality TV show stars and, and qualifications that they don't deserve. But, yeah, man, don't let it frustrate you because most of the women that are saying that shit are miserable because they don't know how to date a quality man. They will never be able to find a quality man because that's not what they really want. They want the piece of shit and they stay what they what they deal with. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That sucks, man. That that really sucks. Hey, man, Dungeon, you're making a lot of sense, but <laughs> your voice is putting me to sleep. I gotta get out of here. You're rambling way too long. Why are you coming in here listening to a man's voice? Listen to yeah, the well, get the food. Come on, Grandpa. Yes. Come, come on, Grandpa. Oh yes, that's why I hate Bumble. I am. So tired of having to put in the effort for you to give me dry ass conversation. I the the best conversation I got was from a guy who was like, to be honest, I have a girlfriend. She's literally right here with me. We are literally just trying to make new friends because we just moved to this area. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> wait, that, wait, that's a thing. Oh my God! See, you know what? A lot of people here in Atlanta who are married, like in their fifties and their late forties, who go out looking for people to date Mm-mm-mm. together as like See. a as like a throuple. So listen, people out here doing whatever they want. I don't care what you're doing as long as you're being honest about doing it. Yeah, I did. I did not realize it was that. Who Lord. I, I'm trying to stay married forever. That that's it, one and done for me. Cause the the, the people who are single, are like you know what, like you know, I, I want to be in a relationship. But then the people who are in relationships, are like you know, I, I I can't wait to be single again. And then the married people, are like yo, either you're happy or you you rather be single. Um, it's weird. For, it, it's very weird because the people who have don't want it, and then the people who want it don't have it. And it's like wait, nobody's ever going to be happy. But the people that I know, at least outside of me, like me, I'm happy. Love my wife. Sometimes we want to kill each other. I will say that. Um, I'm I'm not perfect. And she ain't perfect either. But when it comes down to it, I, I'm like, I don't want to start over. Um, that's number three on my list. So basically, I don't want to start over. I'm happy where I'm happy at, meaning like she checks my boxes. And I hope that I check hers. And if I don't, there's room for me to actually do that. Like, there's room for me to say, you know what? I, I want to be better for you. I don't have to go and learn you. I don't have to go and try to figure you out. And more importantly, I'm not competing with anybody. And that right there takes away a lot of things for me. And I'm happy with that. There are a lot of men, though, who don't get that. They don't get the luxury of saying, you know what? She loves me. I love her. And there's nobody else. And I think mm-hmm. that's where dating kind of changes for like people who are taken, people who are married versus people who are single. Yeah. My 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 issue for single men though, not for single women, but for single men. All the single men that I've ever met, when they talk about being single, 
it, it's a game for them. It's not like, yo, like I, I want change. I want to be able to do this. I've heard guys say shit like, well, I can be single till I'm 40 and I can date somebody who's like 25. It's like, but why would you? Because mm. think about it. When your kid turns 18, like, think about it. You're going to be in your 60s and your, your, your baby mom is going to be barely touching 40 at that point. A lot of people so, do it. A lot of you, it just depends. What are you in your relationship for? What are you trying to get out of your relationship? What are you trying to pour into your relationship? And then the rest mm-hmm. is on you. But as long as those things are known and you can honestly say them out loud, that ain't mm-hmm. my business. That ain't Bingo. my business. Exactly. Now, I, I knew we said we were going to get out of here, but clearly we got voicemail. So it looks like we're going to be running a little bit late tonight. <laughs> Okay. So Bumble has a friend section and a business section and a lot of apps are starting to like dating apps are starting to do that now. A lot of dating apps are starting to take a page from speed dating. And so but I wasn't in the friend section. <laughs> so I don't ugh. I'm so annoyed. Oh boy. I don't know nothing about that cuz I don't use none of them date sites. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows what they really want at the end of the day. Listen, and then when you really do know what you want and you say it, people be like, no, you don't know what you want. Yeah. Shout out to Hurt, man. Shout out to Hurt. That, that's, (laughs) yo, it's, mm -mm -mm. I'd be so confused. I think the issue with dating right now is the fact that a lot of us have this made up image in our head of who we think we're supposed to be with. And we don't feel comfortable to get outside of that thought so we can try things that actually fucking work. Because Mm -hmm. if you keep saying, they're not my type, they're not my type, and keep giving these same type of people the chance, obviously that's not your fucking type. So for me personally, I'm dating someone right now who I was friends with seven years. And I kept putting them in the date, putting them in the um, friend category or friend zoning them until one day it just clicked and dawned on me like this person has had your back. They might not be your type physically, but they definitely um, have shit to bring to the table. And I just had to get out of that mentality of my type so I could find love mm-hmm. with somebody who really gives a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But here's my thing to that. And shout out to her. How do you know your type if you have not been completely happy with whatever you have? So, like, say, for example, her, like, the guy that she is with now, like, she said that he's not her, you know, he wasn't her type. He wasn't her type then. But right now, she's like, you know what, like, I'm learning new things. Was your original type, was that just something that was something that you've seen everybody else happy with? So, say, for example, there are women who like, oh, you know, I want, like, a Drake or I, I want a, you know, a, a something, some somebody like that's a celebrity. But the issue is, yes, you do like that celebrity. You have a crush on that celebrity. But what matches you the most is not them. Like right. for her, for her at least. Like I want her to, add, you know, answer like, yo, that guy that you said, you know, he wasn't your type. But right now, is he your type? Or is he somebody that honestly, like, he, he's changed your outlook on what your type used to be? So hopefully she can answer that. All right. But uh, Greg, close us out. Close us out. 
Oh boy, uh, you say that as I'm pouring a drink. So thank you so much. Um, so let, let 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 me go ahead and just put the drink down. Then so let me go ahead and casually close us out. Let me get back to the computer. Um, so at, at the time that you were listening to us live, you were listening to Loudmouth Stereo. You were listening to us live on Stereo, or you were listening a day and a half, or maybe two days later on the podcast. The respective podcast are. She gets a podcast with my homegirl, one of my best friends, one of my closest compadres, Shan. Shan, do you you want to say anything before I keep going? I'm Shan. I'm brutally honest. Don't come to me unless you're trying to be honest. And if you could find me, you're going to find me when you hashtag she gets it, pod. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is merchandise now. Like Shan has it on her shop. So there's absolutely merchandise for everything. It's loud, loud. Um, stereo shop um, when I post this episode on She Gets It and when Greg posts this, ep- this episode on Young Black and Bothered there will be the link up there for the Teespring Loudmouth Stereo Shop to get some merch and I want to thank Absolutely. you guys for listening and even finding out that we exist because uh, this wouldn't be a show if we didn't have y'all to listen Absolutely Um as usual, like, you know, Shan said, you have She Gets a Podcast, you have Young Black and Bothered Podcast. They are two separate but equal podcasts. Um, we got some shit in the works for y'all. We'll talk about those a little bit later in the coming weeks, but, you know, we're still working some things out. Outside of that, we have three more voicemails, and when we are done with those voicemails, we're actually going to peace out and we're going to be done. Um, but I wanted to say one extra thing. So tomorrow um, starts a good trend. So Shan and Corey, core for y'all, but Corey to me, they have mm-hmm. something real special for y'all. They have something very special that is going to be happening tomorrow. And I'm expecting, I'm demanding, I'm imploring That's you. Next week. Next oh, week. next week. Next week. Yes. Next so Thursday. next, next Thursday, I need you all to be present. I need you to actually show up. There are no late passes. There are no tardy passes. Show up on time. Mm-hmm. And in effect, because Core, Corey, and She Gets It Pod, Shan, they are going to be together, and they are going to be dropping their show. She Gets Hardcore. And not only do you need to be present, you need to be in them comments. You need to be in them likes. I need you to clap it up. I need you to go ahead and leave them comments. And more importantly, I need you to follow the network, the radio station, the podcast. I need you to be there for that because there's a lot of vital information for your everyday life. And if you do not fuck with it, then just fuck with it anyway because there's a lot of shit that you need to learn. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean I mean that shit. There, there are a lot of people who be like, you know, I don't like M&Ms. I like Butterfingers. But here's the thing. Butterfingers are already a terrible candy. Just try an M&M. It, it, it might change your like perspective on things. So, in you know, in closing, we have these three voicemails. We're going to play these back to back to back. Corey, Core is going to probably leave another voicemail and lead us out with another comment. Um, but before that, I actually have to do the shout out. So I want to shout out Adrian Julian, the Thrift Jesus, D Moore the Lion, uh, Willie Ash, Jay Brand, uh, the Skipper. Core is in here as usual. We got Miss Todd. We have again Queensway. Shout out to her. We got Louisiana Q. Uh, Picasso Milano, shout out to him. He's been in here a few times. Ari Rams, we got Sam Beatboxer. Now, I don't know how to beatbox, but I'm I'm with the shits. Shout out to my boy Dungeon. He came in here 
with fire for the the last hour. So shout out to him for that. We got Yana, what's this? Uh, Yana D NYC. We got Empress Myra, Mano One Eight Seven, Jen Marie. We have Thug Thuggy Hurt because Hurt knows what he's talking about. So shout out to Thuggy Hurt. We got Jimbo Six Six Six. You got to change those numbers, man. You definitely have to change those numbers. We 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 don't do the the, the three of those numbers. Not not around here. You got to change that up, man. Change it up. Just be Big Jimbo or Big Bo, Big J, like something like that. We got Sis Research because Sis be researching. We got Tay Siobhan Corrigan. We got Energy Inner Dot G. We have Eno Seven Eleven. Basically Brit because hey, basically that's her name, right? Right? Yeah, I, I agree. We have Fantastic J1, Smoky Stacks with an X, Jeremy Fisher, 861, who was tired of our shit. He said he don't want to hear the voicemails. He's just only here. He's just here. Um, but shout out to him for being here either way. We got Miss PZ18, Fantastic J1 again, Miss Pinky46. Hopefully it was not the porn Pinky because we're actually kind of disappointed in her, but that, that's a story for another day. Outside what? of that, ladies and gentlemen, hey, 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 let, let me be let me enjoy things. <laughs> let, let, let me enjoy things. And, and saying that, ladies and gentlemen, you have listened to another episode of Loudmouth Stereo. Again, I'm not going to keep telling you guys who we are. The topic at hand was, if black men are trash, why do XXX races have them? Um, the hashtags were leisure men and women. Um, we hope that you enjoyed the show. We hope that you enjoyed the content. However, we have three more voicemails. And you know what? Do you have another five minutes in your life? Do you have five minutes if you want to give them the open platform? Clam player. Here we are. The original type for me was it was very it was based on a lot of shallow shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when shit hits the fan, can this motherfucker build you a tent? Can you make fire from sticks? Can you protect me? Do you have a 401k plan? Like, I feel like personally we worry about sticks stupid shit like do we get a lot of likes when we take pictures together or just goofy shit or just even our friends approval of who we're dating and it gets old because it's like are you dating for validation of everyone else to approve that person or are you dating for fulfilling your needs and what you want out of life so I just switched it and then also how I learned my type my actual type was like I said dating so many of the wrong type you start to see what doesn't work, so now you know what to look for that does work. Yeah, mm. that's a word. All right, that's what you do. Look, okay, I don't, I don't go about being like, they're not my type. They're not my type. When, like, and like literally meaning they're not my type. Like, I don't know what the fuck my type is. What I can tell you is that. I don't like, I'm not going to date somebody I'm not physically attracted to. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, And that type varies. So it's just kind of an instinct thing. I don't, I don't, I don't get that part. Like, oh, he might not be my type physically. Uh, Okay. Then what is, you just (laughs) learn to be attracted to that person? (laughs) <laughs> that's that's what you do. I didn't. I didn't. I don't. I didn't. I mean, that was the way for arranged marriages back in the day. And then, if you are a Hasidic Jew, they still do, you know, arrangements. Mm-hmm. Of, but 
weed is free now and we can choose yeah. our people. And mm. the question should be, why aren't you making better choices for yourself? That right there. That right there. Now, that's not saying that I want any sort of, um, you know, celebrity type person. But I'm definitely going to want to be attracted. Yep. There has to be some attraction. I, I, I think I forgot to mention that when I say they're not my type, that's my polite way of saying I don't think you're attractive. I would never let you have sex with me. Anyway, yeah, I love y'all. Thank you guys. Good night. I'll talk to you later. Absolutely. As usual. You have listened to another episode of Loud Mouth Stereo. You are listening to my co-host and one of my best friends, Shan. Shan, and this is Greg from Young Black and Bother. Please check out the podcast. Give us about like uh, 48 hours before we get this up and out. And you can listen to this when you're on your way to work, while you're ignoring your spouse. While you're ignoring your girlfriend or your boyfriend because you're mm-hmm. planning to exit, and I trust all your decisions. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> so, in closing, everybody, hopefully we see you guys on Saturday. RSVP. Um, if you do not RSVP, just show up. You'll get the yeah. notification. You'll be following us on social media, and more than likely, you would have heard this podcast again in playback if you just joined and you didn't hear the entire show. You will definitely hear it on both of the platforms. In closing. We will see you Saturday. We hope you guys are well. And more importantly, we will see you next episode. Mm-mm-mm. Peace out.